6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. on the East Coast of America, 2 p.m. in London in the UK, 7.30 in Mumbai, India, it's 11 o'clock at night in Kyoto, Japan, and here in Malaysia, it's always 1984. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Yeah, yes. How do you like that? We got some Christmas music, uh, some specialized from Streambeats.com, in the beginning of our uh, of our show. And uh, thanks to the folks over there at Streambeats for that. All right. Hey, thank you, Mel, for the subscription. Appreciate it. I saw that pop up on the screen over here while we were doing our pre-roll. Thank you, Mel, and. Where have you been in my life? I have not seen or heard from you in ages, but thank you for the subscribe. Appreciate it. Uh, we are live across Facebook, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Rumble.com. All four platforms simulcasting live across the planet. And we are also a podcast. The audio part of our show goes out about 15, 20 minutes after we're done with our live show. It's the same audio that you can see the video for on our live stream. We are also on Locals.com. Just look for Jay Sheldon. Check out for our show logo there. there. And uh, you can check out the video show on Locals also. We're not live on Locals yet, but... Um, we, we do put up the video there on Locals.com. We have an account over there. And one of the reasons why we put our uh, live stream on Rumble and on Locals uh, for the replay is because we don't get censored. We can talk about anything we want, long as we don't, you know, advocate violence and that kind of crap, which, of course, you know me, that's not what this show is about. Um, we, we won't get censored. However, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, not so much, but Facebook and YouTube for sure. In fact, tonight, based on the subject matter of the first thing we're going to talk about when we get into it, and our thumbnail, I would not be surprised if we don't either get shut down, muted, or completely the algorithm will just get rid of us. So if you don't see us, rumble.com or locals, you can watch the show live right now on rumble.com, or you can... Uh, Check it out in a rebroadcast on Locals.com uh, because they don't censor. They do not censor whatever topics you want to talk about. You talk about them. And there you go. And we like that because that's the way it ought to be. That's the way the Internet was designed. <sighs> I don't know who's more tired today, me or Miko, because Miko had a very Big day. It's time. Miko update. <laughs> Miko update. Yeah. She is... Uh, <laughs> she did not have to get her ass out of the chair at 10 o'clock tonight and do a live show. She can sleep downstairs in the aircon and enjoy herself. But we had... Man, what a day. It started early this morning... And we went to City Park in uh, Central Park at Bandarutama. And uh, this is 
little girl here enjoying some attention from some folks that were there in the uh, in the fenced area where the off leash area. Um, that's your host, this guy, uh, and this is just some family that was there enjoy and Miko enjoying the attention. So <laughs> she had a she had a great time. Do I go left or right? I think I go right. Yeah, there we go. This also at City Park. There's a there's a lake there. Well, it's a small pond, but uh, a great little vista shot there with Miko checking out the water. There's turtles and things in it. This amazing. By the way, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. I do my best to describe these, but they're pictures. So if you want to see the pictures, go to one of the channels I mentioned before: Rumble, Locals, Facebook, YouTube. Twitch.tv. Anyway, this amazing, it was some sort of uh, Russian mix, wolfhound, Bulgarian, I don't know what it was, but it was a beautiful dog. And Miko had a little uh, encounter here with it. You, you could see how pretty that dog is. It was absolutely amazing. Miko here trying to, trying to get him to play with him. <laughs> Having a great time. Here's a nice shot. Uh, the park... Uh, we also, now after we got through at City Park, went home, had some lunch, messed around a bit. And then tonight, we went to Dessa Park City, which is another dog welcome park. Uh, and uh, she had a great time. There were just an amazing amount of other dogs, folks who brought their dogs, and they were all interacting. They're supposed to be on a leash. But uh, you'll see the little sign there says, make sure your dog is on a leash. It's in Chinese, but you know. Uh, so anyway, there were a few dogs that were off leash, but they're very well behaved and they were trained for off leash. Miko is not trained for off leash. If I let her off leash in one of these open areas, she would be in Wisconsin by noon tomorrow. I'm telling she just, uh, she absolutely, she, uh, yeah, she is not an off-leash dog unless it's a, a fenced-in area. So, um, But that's her walking along the path, and uh, she had a great time. And right now, she looks like this. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I feel right now. It's like, eh, I just want to lay there like that. But she's doing great. So, uh, yeah, Miko had a fantastic day today, and we all, everybody had a great time today at both uh, City Park in Banda Otama and also Dessa Park City. Mm. She, uh, she has been thoroughly enjoying her attention and her time. So, there you go. All right. On to our first topic of the night. We got lots. We don't do a lot of controversial stuff on this show. Occasionally something will come up and we'll talk about it and we get into it a little bit. Um, but for the most part, we just go through and I share stuff I found that's funny or poignant or uh, not terribly controversial stuff. But this one has driven me nuts in the last week or so. And um, as you know, we've spent uh, two years virtually uh, panicking and going crazy and uh, locking ourselves down, masking ourselves up. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to advocate for whatever it is that you want to do, you do. I've said it from the very beginning. 
And I will say it again, just to be clear, you do you, I'll do me. I think, in my opinion, that vaccinations are private medical information, that I don't owe you an explanation whether I am vaccinated or I am not vaccinated. You don't need to tell me whether you are. You do you, I'll do me. And like I said, in my personal opinion, this is private medical information and it's none of your business and it's none of my business. And there you go. And it's none of the government's business. So, uh, of course, the Omicron variant has uh, been all over the news and um, everyone's been, you know, they've been trying to go crazy. But for the most part, people are kind of really pretty sick and tired of the crap and and uh you know there is a lot of misinformation out there i'm gonna do my best not to share that kind of crap because you can find that all over facebook and the news uh, i'll tell you what locally here we have this uh newspaper newspaper slash website called the malay mail they are the one of the biggest purveyors of panic porn I've ever seen. Every time there is a new anything having to do with the virus, they splash it all over the headlines. They write their headlines in the most fear-inducing, panic-inducing, ridiculous, stupid ways. I call them out on it. When I see them post one of these idiotic fear porn articles, I will leave a comment. I mean, no big deal. Jay said something. But I will leave a comment, something like, knock off the panic porn uh, on their posts. But we're always fair on this show, and I will give credit where credit is due, and the Malay Mail actually published something that wasn't panic porn. Whoa! This is an article that appeared on the uh, Malay Mail, whom I make a regular point of making fun of because they don't do much of anything besides try and scare everybody to death. Here, this headline, the WHO chief, World Health Organization chief scientist, says Omicron, quite infectious, but must not panic. Um, The World Health Organization chief scientist, Somya Swaminathan, said, uh, told Reuters uh, next news conference today, while the new coronavirus variant Omicron appeared to be very transmissible, the right response was to be prepared and to be cautious, but not panic. Let me repeat that. Not panic. The WHO's urged countries to booth health care capacity, vaccinate the people to fight a surge in COVID-19 cases, driven by the Omicron variant, saying travel curbs could buy time, but they alone are not the answer. Uh, How worried should we be, says Swaminathan? Uh, We need to be prepared and cautious. Not panic, because we're in a different situation to a year ago. While the emergence of the new variant was unwelcome, she said the world is a lot better prepared to deal with things like that. It was first detected in South Africa last month and has been spotted in over 200 various countries, including here in Malaysia. Um, and uh, so that article from the uh, from the Malay Mail, and like I said, I'm often making fun of them because they are the worst, one of the worst panic porn purveyors publishing. They're a quadruple P. But, uh, you know, to be fair, 
they published that article, which good for you, because the WHO themselves are saying, don't panic. And another article from, uh, what is this? Uh, oh, theepictimes.com. By the way, the link to all of these articles are in our show notes tonight. We put the links to almost everything we talk about in our show notes. So whether you're listening on the podcast or watching on a replay of the video or listening live, you can go to our show notes down below and you'll see the links to get you to these articles. Because I don't read the whole article. I just do some highlights. And you, if you want to really dig in, and get the details, you can do that. Uh, again, this from the Epic Times. Omicron in 38 countries, no deaths reported. They, told, they said yesterday, uh, the Omicron variant now in 38 countries, up from 23 uh, two days ago, and uh, said that uh, may, may be, may be more contagious than the Delta variant. Uh, during the news conference, WHO official Maria Van Kirchhoff said the UN health body has seen an increasing growth rate and number of uh, Omicron uh, cases being detected. No deaths uh, reported so far in this strain. A suggestion that there is increased transmissibility. Uh, what we need to understand is if it's more or less transmissible compared to Delta. Um, and, uh, let's see, previous update from who said Omicron has numerous mutations to its spike protein, which is what it uses to bind to human cells, which may lead to higher transmission rates. And, uh, whether the new strain causes more severe disease or not is very unclear. As she said, early reports from South Africa and Israel suggested many patients experience just mild symptoms, like basically having a flu or a cold. Folks, before you go, you know, quadruple masking and locking yourself in the basement again, keep in mind, and again, I am not a scientist, but it doesn't take too much searching on the internet and cutting through all the crap that's out there to find legit science about how viruses work and why they mutate. If a virus kills its host, it ain't going to last long. So what happens over time is they mutate and they become less fatal, less deadly, maybe more infectious, but less serious because that's how they survive. If you're a virus and you kill your host, you're dead and you ain't going anywhere. So if you can find a way not to kill your host, not to make your host deceased, obviously, you're going to last longer. That's what the virus do. That's how the viruses do do. I mean, this isn't rocket science. It really doesn't take a lot to figure that out. But I know some of you live on the panic, and you love to panic. So you just do you and knock yourselves out. Um, please do read this article, though. It's from the Epic Times. It's quite detailed and uh, goes into the whole, the whole thing here uh, about how this uh, panic over Omicron is uh, really a bit over the top. Stop panicking, would you? Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask if you think you have to. 
social distance, whatever it might be, you do you. Get vaccinated if you think you need to get vaccinated. You do you. Private medical stuff. I don't owe you an explanation. You don't owe me one. Are we still up on Facebook and YouTube or have they shut us down yet? Because, you know, we actually have an opinion. And I'm actually sharing facts from the World Health Organization. All right. Enough about that. Let's move on to the non-controversial stuff. You know, we have our own Stonehenge in Malaysia. Huh? Yeah, actually, I don't know. This is from Chili Sauce. Love those folks over at chilisauce.my. It's C-I-L-I-S-O-S. Links in the show notes tonight. Um, But check this out. I had no idea. This is the strangest thing. Um, Ancient Malaysian stones. If you look here, I mean, it's a little more cluttered than Stonehenge. But uh, they are also known as Batu Hidup because they are alive, in inverted quotes, inverted commas. Um, Even if you're not into stone monuments, says the article, you've probably heard of Stonehenge, uh, either from TV, portrayals in pop culture, one of those generic window XP wallpapers. (laughs) Yeah, which is what that looks like. Um, Ancient majestic construction found in Wiltshire, England. Made of several megaliths, large stones arranged by ancient Angmos. <laughs> Chili sauce, come on. In a circular pattern. But did you know Malaysia also has its own version of Stonehenge? How weird is that? Uh, we're not talking about the replica at the National Planetarium. There, uh, Malaysia's megaliths aren't as popular or particularly impressive. But apparently we have hundreds of mysterious stone sites in Malaysia. Look at that. There's another, uh, another, another image of one of them here in this rather strange arrangement. This is in Malacca, uh, featuring a stone named Nenek Limau. Now, Limau is like lime or lemon. Uh, Nenek, I'm not sure. My Malay's not that good. Anyway, since prehistoric time, people all over the world have been obsessed with erecting huge stones. And apparently Malaysia is... Among them, no exception, based on the existence of slab graves, um, metal tools and bronze inside. There were stone slabs forming a grave, and it is theorized that our megalith culture started in the Bronze Age. These are ancient, ancient things we have here. This is very cool. Our stone of choice seems to be granite, and unlike in Indonesia, where megalith sites were more spread out, uh, Malaysian culture was mostly confined to five states where you can find these megaliths. Sabah, Sarawak, Negri Sembilan, Malacca, and Perak. And uh, there are some in other states, but it, they are very rare to be found. That is very, very cool. There you go. Living stones because they, they live. Although it doesn't seem to explain what the living is all about, but here's another They just look like old tombstones, don't they? Very weird. Um, Oh, that's why. They they believe they have supernatural qualities because the stones appear to grow. What science actually believes is the process is not that the stones are growing, but the earth 
is shrinking or washing away or lowering itself, which makes the stones appear to grow. The stones don't grow. The earth shrinks. So, but that's where they get the idea that, uh, that the stones are growing. Okay. Uh, anyway, a cool article. Check it out, chilisauce.my, and you'll find the link in our, uh, in our show notes tonight. Speaking of weird stuff, look, I told you, I warned you, we don't do a lot of controversy on this show, although we just did a little bit of one. Sorry, coffee break time. Um, we share weird stuff and strange stuff and sometimes funny stuff and a lot of times poignant stuff. But this is cool stuff. There is something happening on the 18th of this month, the 18th of December. Possibly one of the biggest events to happen in our lifetime. You will find the link to this in our show notes, and I encourage you to check it out. Um, December 18th, no one in the press seems to be talking about it. The James Webb Space Telescope is scheduled to launch on that very day, the 18th of December this year, just a couple weeks away. Uh, It is the successor to the Hubble Space Telescope, only it is three times as large and 100 times more powerful. And you've already seen the amazing, incredible pictures that the Hubble has given to us. Imagine one three times as big and 100 times more powerful. NASA has been working on this for 25 years, and they say it's a miracle they were able to complete it. It was almost canceled about 10 years ago, back in 2011. The technology will launch nothing short of an astronomical revolution and two major historical events. We will be able to see This is important. We'll be able to see if there is life on the exoplanets we've discovered and detect whether the atmosphere of those planets are being modified by that life. Now, that could be life in any form. Could be vegetation, animals, other humans, who knows? Well, whatever other beings. Um, And we will also be able to see the first stars and galaxy ever created from the Big Bang. That's how far-reaching this telescope will go. The telescope will literally look back in time to view the very first galaxies and allow us to witness the birth of our known universe. That's some cool stuff. That is crazy. Insane. Check out the link in the show notes. It's great. Or just look it up. It's again, it's called the James Webb WEBB Space Telescope. It launches on the 18th, and my friends, we are in for some miracles. This thing is going to see stuff no one has ever been able to see before. I love this kind of space stuff. It's so cool. That's why whenever I find something like this, I'm always sharing it with you. I saw a post, and now I couldn't find it to put it on the show, but there was somebody, somebody posted something about these, again, for what it's worth, the Star of Bethlehem. 
which is a particular star that only shows up every so many centuries or whatever. And apparently, coming up this month, you are also supposed to be able to see that star, which they call the Star of Bethlehem because it was believed that in the year that uh, Christ was born, that is the star that the wise men followed. Um, and again, it's only visible once every however many hundreds of years or something. I, I have to Google that, and if I can find something, I'll share it on uh, on Monday's show. But yeah, apparently that's also this month. Again, you see these things about, oh, a once-in-a-lifetime event, and then you find out, no, it's not really. It happens every three years or something. So anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got one for the old folks. It's a bit of a long read, but it's worth it. It's not bad. I believe I put the link in the show notes tonight down below so you can read the whole article. And it was posted by Paul Anthony. And it has a great picture attached. Again, not it is and it isn't relative to what the article is about. But uh, I wanted to... Uh, whoops, let me move that around. I wanted to at least uh, share this with you. Because we love when we find these bits of poignant advice type columns, we just we love sharing them. And and this was this really hits the spot. I'm over sixty, okay? Yeah, I'm an old fart. Uh, we freely admit that. But anyway, for those of you who are sixty years or above, uh, this is for you. I really like what it says here, and I'm going to try my best to follow it. Thank you to the person who wrote it. May God bless us as we strive to be a blessing to others at this age, especially to our children. That's from Paul Anthony. Between 60 and death, it's time to use the money you saved up. Use it. Enjoy it. Don't just keep it for those who may have no notion of the kind of sacrifices you went through to get it. Remember, there is nothing more dangerous than a son or a daughter-in-law with big ideas for your hard-earned capital. Warning, if this is a bad time for, uh, this is also a bad time for investments, even if it seems wonderful or foolproof. The only, they only bring problems and worries. This is a time for you to enjoy some peace and some quiet. Stop worrying about the financial situation of your children or your grandchildren, and don't feel bad spending your money on yourself. You've taken care of them for many years. They've taught them, uh, you've taught them what you could. You gave them an education, food, shelter, support. The responsibility is now theirs to earn their own money. Keep a healthy life without great physical effort. Do moderate exercise, like take a walk every day. Eat well. Get your sleep. Get your sleep. It's easy to become sick. It gets harder to remain healthy when you get older. And that's why you need to keep yourself in good shape. Be aware of your medical, physical needs. Keep in touch with your doctor. Do tests even when you're not feeling bad. Stay informed. And always buy the best, most beautiful items for your significant other. The key goal is to enjoy your money with your partner. One day, you will miss the other, and the money will not provide any comfort. So be sure that you enjoy it together, you and your partner. Don't stress over the little things. You've already overcome so much in your life. 
You have good memories, bad memories, but the important thing is right now. Don't let the past drag you down. Don't let the future frighten you. Feel good in the now. Small issues, they're soon forgotten. Regardless of age, always keep love alive. Love your partner, love life, love your family, love your neighbor, and remember a man is not as old as long as he has intelligence and affection. Be proud, inside and out. Don't stop going to your hair salon or your barber. Do your nails, go to the dermatologist, the dentist, keep your perfumes and creams well stocked. When you're well maintained on the outside, it seeps in, makes you feel proud and strong. Don't lose sight of fashion trends for your age, but keep your own sense of style. You've developed your own sense of what looks good on you. Keep it. Be proud of it. It's part of who you are. Always stay up to date. Read newspapers. Watch the news. Get your news from a variety of sources. Don't just turn on that idiot CNN box and believe everything they say, because, you know, CNN. But uh, get your news from more than one source and make your own decisions. Respect the younger generation. They may not have the same ideas as you, but they are the future, and they will take the world in their direction, not yours. Get advice, not criticism. Give advice, not criticism. And try and remind them that yesterday's wisdom still does apply today. Never use the phrase, in my time. Your time is now. As long as you're alive, you are part of this time. This goes on and on, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there is some gems in here, some real words of advice. I just want the very last one is something I have subscribed to all of my life, and that is to laugh. Laugh away your worries. Remember, you're one of the lucky ones. You managed to have a long life, a long, long life. Many never get to this age. Never get to experience a full life. My valued friends, enjoy a peaceful life at this point in your life. Don't worry. Be happy. And don't forget to laugh. It's a brilliant article. Again, it goes on and on. There's a ton of great advice there. The link is in the show notes. Please do check it out and read the whole thing because it's, it's well, well worth your time. It's some great advice at any age, really. But if you are over 60, like this guy, it really strikes home. It really does. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to our book. Huh. Yeah, it's time to do that. Where is our... Uh, there we go. All right, it is time to head over to A Christmas Carol and uh, Charles Dickens. Oh, and by the way, for my old Connecticut friends and my old radio friends, 
Uh, I had mentioned on a few streams ago, uh, Dick Trahune was doing his one-man show of A Christmas Carol, where he plays all the characters. It is brilliant. We read a review of his show here on, on the stream a while back, a few streams ago. But I just found out that I believe this weekend he is doing, he's taken the show to Boston. So even if you're in Connecticut, Boston's just a couple hours away. Uh, just look him up. Uh, his his pr profile and his posts are all public, so I'm not giving away any trade uh, secrets. He is the amazingly talented Dick Trahune. I believe it's T-E-R-H-U-N-E, -E, something. You'll see him. You'll see the posts of him with, with his Scrooge outfit on. And uh, there's more details there. If I can, I'll try to get it in the show notes, uh, and, and at least in our pod podcast. But if you're in Connecticut or Massachusetts or in the Boston area, uh, check him out. Uh, it's an, apparently, I, I've never seen it, but the reviews are amazing. And uh, as I remember Dick Trahune, he was an amazingly talented guy. And I'm sure he does an incredible job with that. Uh, much better than I could ever do reading the words of Charles Dickens. But that's exactly what we're going to do as we close out the fifth chapter, which is the third spirit. This all gets very confusing. And as you recall, Scrooge, in our last uh, episode, wanted desperately to go back to his house to see how he was doing. But the spirit pointed in another direction. He joined it again, wondering why and whither he had gone, accompanied until he reached an iron gate. He paused to look around before entering. Here we go. A churchyard. Here, then, the wretched man, whose name he had now to learn, lay underneath the ground. It was a worthy place walled in by houses, overrun by grass and weeds, the growth of a vegetation's death, not life, choked up with too many burying, fat with repleted appetite, a worthy place. The spirit stood among the graves and pointed down to one. He advanced towards it, trembling. The phantom was exactly as it had been, but he dreaded that he saw new meaning in its solemn shape. Before I draw nearer to that stone to which you point, said Scrooge, answer me one question. Are these the shadows of the things that will be? Or are they shadows of the things that may only be? Still, the ghost pointed downward to the grave by which it stood. Men's courses will foreshadow certain ends in which, if persevered in, they must lead, said Scrooge. But if the corpses be departed from, the ends will change. Say it is thus with what you show me. The spirit 
was as immovable as ever. Scrooge crept towards it, trembling as he went, and following the finger read upon the stone of the neglected grave his own name. Ebenezer Scrooge. Am I that man who lay upon the bed? He cried upon his knees. The finger pointed from the grave and back again to him. No, spirit. Oh, no, no. The finger was still there. Spirit, he cried, tight clutching at his robe. Hear me. I'm not the man that I was. I, I will not be the man I must have been, but for this intercourse, why show me this if, if I am past all hope? For the first time, the hand appeared to shake. Good spirit, he pursued as down upon the ground he fell before it. Your nature intercedes for me and pities me. Assure me that I may yet change these shadows you've shown me by an altered life. The kind hand trembled. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. I will live in the past, the present, and the future. The spirit of thee shall strive within me. I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Oh, tell me, tell me I may sponge away the writing on this stone. In his agony, he caught the spectral hand. It sought to free himself, but he was strong in his entreaty and detained it. The spirit, stronger yet, repelled him. Holding up his hand in a last prayer to have his fate reversed, he saw an alteration in the phantom's hood and dress. It shrunk, collapsed, and dwindled down into a bedpost. Yes, and the bedpost was his own. The bed was his own, and the room was his own. Best and happiest of all, the time before him was his own to make amends in. And that's where we will leave it for tonight. We'll start off on uh, Monday with Stab 5, Chapter 5. It's called The End of It. <laughs> All right. Cool beans. That's Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. We'll be finishing this up over the next uh, couple of streams.
as we head into the uh, into the holiday season, which is here. It's already here. Happy holidays. All right, friends, that's going to do it for tonight. Kind of a short show, but that's all right. No worries. Thanks for joining. Across Facebook Live, be sure you follow us over there. YouTube, please hit that subscribe button down here in the corner. It really helps those subscriptions, and it's free. Uh, Twitch.tv, you can subscribe over there, also free. All of this is free. It doesn't cost you anything. And, of course, Rumble.com. Uh, you'll check us out, our channel over there, and Locals.com, too. If you would like to open up your wallet and help support the show, I don't plug this very much because I want to bother you, but thank you so much. If you'd like, patreon.com slash Sheldon's, where you can go to uh, help us out. Or you can subscribe to us on Locals, and uh, there's a way there for you to help support the show too. Just check it out from locals.com or patreon.com. I will see you again on Monday night. Until then, I'm Jay Sheldon. I'm not wearing pants. Good night. <laughs>